0: We're continuing our journey through bedtime stories. Coming up today, Troll Bridge by
1: Neil Gaiman.
0: I think it's Gaiman. I think it is, too. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know why I just suddenly flipped it. Like, I'm like, I'm going to say this wrong, apparently.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The famous guy that's done a lot of stuff that you've seen on Netflix.
0: (laughs) I said his name hundreds of times. My wife and I love Good Omens, and I decided to flip it there. Either way, this is a story that uh, I think I think a lot of you would enjoy if you haven't read already. I know some people like to check out our channel for tips, some you know, stories to read. This is one that deals with fairy tales. And uh, I would say the number three is rather important for this one.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's a good coming age story about how your younger self thinks about the future and then how your older self reflects back upon your mistakes. It's a, a really good coming of age story.
0: Yeah. So here's something that kind of bugged me when I was reading it. The story opens up on a train, right? Like it's his youngest memory that he says at 18 months. Uh, And when I say three, I don't count this 18 month period, but there's three major periods that we see into this man's life when he's seven, when he's 15, and then then when he's older, right? But, But there's just like this quick throwaway, like the earliest memory I have was trains. And we see a couple of lumps of coal, like of, of trains that have died and the dragons have moved on again, like kind of like a playing with that fairy tale theme there. What do you think that is?
1: I think that he's trying to set the stage of loss and that's what this the narrator seems to have throughout the entire story is just tragedy after tragedy because I think that's going to be important as we get into the story and when he finally meets the troll, what does that mean that he keeps enduring these losses throughout his entire life and and how does he cope with it?
0: Okay, okay. Have, have, were you into trains when you were little? Like we got big Thomas energy over here and is is big for my son too. So it was also kind of our first memory too. So it's was just kind of like, curious to think about how many young boys their first memory their fantasy like it's it's trains and and to your point it always dies right like they grow out of it they're no longer interested they're more into ninjas and explosions and stuff
1: i definitely loved ninjas as a little kid i had a ninja suit and throwing stars uh but i was never a train guy uh i grew up you know on a farm and, and very rural areas as my younger self was more into horses And motorbikes, three wheelers, stuff like that. So I was never, never a train kid.
0: Okay, okay. Well, this little boy, I would say he's adventurous, right? To get into the story, he he's explorative, right? Like as soon as summer hits, that he takes those shoes off and they never touch his feet again, except under duress, (laughs) for the rest of the summer. And he's superstitious in some regards, right? Like believes all old houses are haunted. And eventually, you know, he goes into the woods where, you know, does anything good happen in the woods ever? No,
1: no, (laughs) no.
0: (laughs) But, uh, you know, to cut to the chase, right, he finds his little coal rock of of things that have moved on, but he's still got his fantasy and explorative nature, and he runs into the troll under the bridge who says he's going to eat his life. And we have some, you know, call-outs to uh, Billy Goat's gruff, right? Like, don't eat me. My sister's going to come along. She's going to be so much tastier. Uh, yeah. And the, and the troll can smell everything, right? And says, uh, basically, okay, come back. Come back when you've experienced life more, when the little boy pleads. What do, what do you think about this? Like, what's, what's this eat this life? What's this? Uh, why show this vignette for the small boy?
1: First, I want to ask you a question. Are we taking this story as almost a literal interpretation or are we looking at it for more the fantastical view? What do you think? Real quick.
0: I looked at it both ways, I think. I don't okay. know if my, like, I kind of thought of this as each time the boy meets the troll, he's presented with the opportunity of death, right? Like, to cut to the chase, there's even, like, that line in there, like, she fell from the bridge, or, like, like suicide from a bridge, or something like that, that was a... yeah. A little bit of a strange topic there, but it made me think if I was presented with the opportunity to choose when the end is, when would I choose it? Like, when have I experienced enough life and when is life too much to cut to the end of the story, right? I saw this movie once a long time ago where basically, I don't want to say the name, spoilers, but it's basically this utopian society and everything was perfect, but the outside world was destroyed, ragged, apocalyptic, right? And when you were 30, oh, you your gradu- <laughs> <laughs> when you were 30, Sorry. you had your graduation ceremony. And at that point, like
1: you your was, crystal was, went like, off. Yeah. Yep. Like, like, and you got <laughs> hunted
0: if you didn't go for your your big reward. And I won't say what the big reward is, but it's that idea what? of like, when do you decide you're going to leave, right? Like, Because at this point, the person was going to leave society or like the utopian society to this apocalyptic world. It's, it's it's interesting.
1: Yeah, you could definitely take it, I think, as a literal interpretation of almost like the lottery, right? But for me, and, and I see that, and that that's um, kind of how I went. Uh, I think that the going the fantasy route is very good. I think it, it makes it a lot more lighthearted. And maybe you can see it as a little bit more positive, even though the ending is kind of, you know, somber. But for me, I, I took it as a, a, a real world kind of literal interpretation of someone's life. I think this little boy has experienced some type of trauma and he is dealing with it through the troll. The troll is his trauma and he is contemplating taking his own life. And he, the the, the troll is saying, you know, we can end it now. I can I can eat your life. It can be over. You don't have to experience anything else. You're, You'll be done. And the little boy is brave enough at this point, and I, I think the, the boy is still innocent enough, to say, no, I'm going to keep trying. And he convinces the troll, there's so many things I haven't done. And, I, and he's telling himself this, but again, the troll is the representation of his tragedy, his his depression, whatever it is. And he tells the troll, no, I, I need to learn to, to ride a bike. I need to learn to whistle. I, I need to do more with my life. I'll come back. And my life will be tastier. I will have more experiences for you to enjoy. So then he leaves and he goes on to experience more of life.
0: Did you notice at the end? So, like, you know, we have three vignettes of this boy when he's seven, you know, just discovers it. There's 15 where he's willing to sacrifice like this girl that he kind of half loves to the to the troll, all the way to the very end to your point where he's probably contemplating unaliving himself, right? Did you notice that, so at the very end, when he kind of agrees, like, okay, go ahead, let's let's do this. I'm here, I've lived, I've, I've whistled, I've loved, I've married, I've cheated, all that stuff. And he, he agrees to have the troll eat his life. Did you notice what the troll did as the troll walked away? He whistled. Yeah, why do you think that is? Yeah. And he's wearing his skin, too.
1: Well I want to go back first to the middle vignette of his teenage years because I think this is where the boy loses his innocence. So he he's, you know, has the hots for this girl. He 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 quote loves her young love and they they go out and he thinks he's going to get some and they run into the troll and again I think the troll is this traumatic experience of some type of issue and either it's between the boy and the girl, or the boy has had some type of traumatic experience um, with sex in the past. And the troll's like, are you going to do this? Like, I can end your life right now. And, and the boy's, like, going to sacrifice this girl. And, I, for, again, I take the real interpretation of this is that he's making the wrong choice of, of what's going to happen between him and this girl. And you can breed into it as much as you, you think. you know. And I thought, wow, this is like worst case scenario. And again, he finally makes the right choice of, no, no, I'm not going to sacrifice the girl. And he convinces, you know, his his trauma, the the troll, to let him go. And he says, you know, there's so many things again in my life that I, I have to try to experience. And I promise I'll come back. And then when he does finally come back, and, and he, he's gone through all these other things of having a family, cheating on his family, divorce. He has all this trauma, all of this baggage I think that and again, you're gonna you're gonna laugh because old crypto went the positive route. I think that when he finally gave up all of that, he he gave up his trauma he 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 didn't he didn't commit suicide. he gave up his baggage of his depression or whatever it was, and he was the troll leaving. is his skin leaving? and he left behind whatever that was that corrupted his life the whole time he he left his sin behind and he went out back into the world a better a a better man at that point in time oh i try to i try to think of it as a positive note yeah
0: okay so like okay. the that, troll that is, is, is is the good him yeah. it's his
1: skin he's whistling he's happy he's given he, he's he's gotten rid of the negativity in his life he's turned his life around and, and all of that corruption I guess is a good word is stored under the bridge because his whole life he had been pushing it down right like under the bridge and now he's finally let it go and he can whistle happily as he continues on with his life
0: yeah because if we go to like the trolls words like let me eat your life right and at the end when he's just like he's just so worn down by what he's been doing to his family neglecting his wife and such it's a, that is, you're right, that is the positive route to go. Uh, I actually was kind of wondering, like, there wasn't enough social influence for me to draw this conclusion, but like, you know, when you hear the word troll, a lot of times you think of internet trolls, right? And you think about how they specifically try to bring other people down, like how they do cause, I don't know if trauma is the right word, but they do try to cause harm and, and bring other people down in order for them to, to feel better, right? Be- because they can't do that in real life that you can think about how this man also has caused so much harm that he has even, you know, figuratively become the troll in terms of harming others and he accepts what he is and decides to actually just embrace it so that way he's not harming anyone because he wants to be under the bridge and and stop being that harm to society to stop causing the pain and suffering to others because you know that that 15-year-old for her to be like, you know, Remember that one time we were together and I thought you were going to kiss me? I kind of wanted you to. That's a big statement.
1: Right? Oh, yeah. He left,
0: he left a big influence in her life and his wife writing a 15-page letter to him about how he never loved her. He's caused a lot of harm in her life. And now the little boy, right, to grow up alone and not have someone else. So it's almost like he would rather be the troll under the bridge and choose to stop harming other people is kind of how I viewed it, too. But, but I like yours better. You think I think like
1: you're... <laughs> Well, I think I think both interpretations are valid because if you look at the story as a whole, the boy starts off in the daylight, everything is beautiful and wonderful, and then it slowly closes in around him. And as he gets older, he's living with more and more regret, and there's less vivid and happiness. But you get to that point in your life, call it a midlife crisis, or you get to the point of, what does this regret matter now? I'm 50, 60, 70 years old. There's nothing I can do about that. I just have to move forward and try to be a better person, and I, I think that that's kind of what he does is he, he realizes his regrets are his baggage pulling him down, and he has to let them go if he's going to make amends and maybe try to repair things, maybe not you know, completely with his wife or his family, but at least try to just be a better human in general.
0: So if you're taking the Logan's Run approach, the uh, the troll of causing harm to the other, or leaving your trauma behind. We hope you guys enjoyed the story and enjoyed this talk. Neil Gaiman talk. Gaiman? Gaiman. Wow. I'm on a roll today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Go talk to the troll. He'll help you.
0: We're going to leave a playlist for his other talks of his down below. Uh, Halloween's coming up. Maybe I'll be a troll this year. You never know. Peace out.
1: Peace.